Law Enforcement Today radio show. I'm your host. My name's John J. Wiley. In addition to being a radio broadcaster, I'm a retired Baltimore police sergeant. In the Law Enforcement Today radio show, we are joined by special guests. We'll be talking about their experiences and issues affecting law enforcement officers, their families, and the community. We'll also be discussing issues in the news from the perspective of those in law enforcement. Check out our daily articles on our website, lawenforcementtoday.com. And while you're there, download our free app. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook. Search for Law Enforcement Today Radio Show. His career took him from driving a patrol car as a law enforcement officer, investigating homicides, traffic homicides, sex crimes against children. And now he's an author, an inspirational speaker, and he's coming up on the Law Enforcement Today Show. The Law Enforcement Today radio show is brought to you in part by Transformations Treatment Center. Call 888-991-9725 online at transformationstreatment.center. Transformations Treatment Center provides a comprehensive range of treatments for addiction, substance abuse, co-occurring mental health disorders, and PTSD. Transformations Treatment Center has a nationally acclaimed Veterans and First Responders Treatment Program offering rehabilitation and holistic treatment for all those suffering from substance abuse problems. Law enforcement, firefighters, veterans, and all first responders receive the dedicated and highly specialized treatment they need at Transformations. Their program features first responders and veterans therapists helping first responders and veterans. Transformations Treatment Center. Call 888-991-9725. That's 888-991-9725 online at transformationstreatment.center. Calling us from the great state of Alabama, we have Adam Davis on the phone. Adam, thanks so much for joining us on the Law Enforcement Today show. Jay, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure, my friend. And you you are a former police officer from Alabama. We're going to talk about your law enforcement career a little bit later on, but your, your career took a change when you left law enforcement. What are you doing now? You know, now my, my mission is really to provide uh, encouragement for law enforcement officers, um, now military, other first responders and families uh, through writing and speaking. Uh, and that all started. And, you know, I give a lot of a lot of credit to that uh, career start as from writing good reports in law enforcement and having a good start. <laughs> uh, it was uh, it was a gift that that I didn't realize I had. So, you know, I kind of shifted from law enforcement into now I write and speak and and I'm, I'm honored to be doing it, and it's, uh, it's touching a lot of lives. I'm looking at your website, which is theadamdavis.com, theadamdavis.com. Uh, yep. You've got several books. you got Behind the Badge, Bulletproof Marriage, two books. It says you've been on the 700 Club, and you do speaking, you do writing, and you're like yep. all over the place, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, last, last year, uh, you know, I, I reached out to Lieutenant Colonel Dave Grossman, uh, believe uh, twenty early part of last year, and asked him to give an endorsement for uh, behind the badge, which didn't release until May. And uh, we hit it off, and man, just it was a wonderful relationship, great friendship, and uh, so that friendship developed into him kind of dragging me all over the place. I've been from Pittsburgh to Houston and Dallas, and. Uh, all over the place. Reminds me of the old Johnny Cash song. I've been everywhere, yeah. man. That one. Yeah, I've, I've been everywhere. Yeah. So it's so funny it, you it's, went from being a, a street cop to now you're everywhere. You're you're a public speaker and you're an author. <laughs> yeah, you know it's uh, it's wild. I mean, you couldn't 
you couldn't write a Hollywood Hollywood script with a, with that type of storyline. It, it really is wild, and I'm having a lot of fun and and uh, you know making a making a huge impact on the lives of America's heroes. Continuing to do that today, and, and it's a huge honor. To paraphrase, and uh, I know I won't do justice. Your books are inspirational and faith based. That's correct. And in your books, do you explain, like Bulletproof Marriage, do you explain your path, how you went to where you're at today? In Bulletproof Marriage, uh, I sort of talk about that a little bit, uh, but it's full of, of true stories. Of course, names and, and some details have been changed to protect people but um, and protect my well-being, but uh, it's full of true stories, and some of those are my very own, and, and I share a lot of life experience in that, and even in Behind the Badge which you wouldn't think would, would be that interesting as a, you know, just a daily devotion, but it's, it's not full of war stories. It's practical application for law enforcement right where they're at. Now that doesn't sound weird to me because there's a period of time I'm not doing it lately, but I probably will get back to it. I used to read a daily reflection to start my day. Yeah. Try to get my mindset in a specific yep. way, because you know you you wake up in the morning. You know, I've been retired from law enforcement a long time, and I was thinking about I was walking the dogs this morning. Uh, that it's a, a nice morning, and what do I have to do? I got this, this, and this to do. You know what was missing from that equation was the stressors of law enforcement. But I still had a host of things, and it's very easy for your mind to get overwhelmed to say, "Oh, I got so much to do," and get all wrapped up and stressed out and, and irritable. Yeah, it it really is, and that's. That's one of the reasons why I focused on these two projects for for the past year and a half, almost two years now, is is to really address the the mindset of law enforcement before uh, they start their shift. And I'm actually working on some new projects uh, that won't release until later this year, 2020 and 2021. But uh, it's really all about mindset. But most everything I do is faith based, inspirational. I do have some that are coming that that. Uh, Everything I do will be faith based because that's who my who I am. That's my right. belief system. But it won't be uh, as direct as as behind the badges, and uh, it really just focuses on kind of preparing your mindset for your for your day, regardless of where you're at as a law enforcement officer. So, but yeah, that's what it that's what it's really about. Is, yeah, is mindset mind is so important in all aspects of life for law enforcement and those not in you know first responder jobs. Uh, but for for law enforcement officers, I was taught. Early on as a rookie, the most powerful weapon I had wasn't the service weapon, wasn't the, the pistol, wasn't the nightstick, the mace, it wasn't it. It was my brain. It was my mind. And that's what I had to wonderful. use the most. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we have to keep it healthy. And, and, and too often uh, we're focused on serving others. We're focused on solving problems of others. And, and over time, we neglect that, that very useful tool, our brain, our mind. And this is just a sort of a reminder. Hey, you know, you gotta you gotta take care of every aspect of your body. You know, we're focused a lot on on keeping our skills fresh and keeping our body healthy and in good physical conditioning. But you know, this is just a reminder that man is more than just his body. We, we've got a heart, soul, mind, and we got to take care of all that. Now, without going into a lot of detail, uh, I tell people, and I'm not embarrassed to say it. I, I don't go into detail about belief or faith or what I do, but I, I'm a kind of guy. I pray. I pray a lot, and I do my best to try to meditate, to clear my mind, to yep. get in a better space, because I found that to be one of the most effective things I can do to improve the quality of my life on a daily basis. It, you know, it's like 
you go to the gym to work out to do exercise. Our brains, our minds, they need this conditioning also. Uh, the quieting of the mind, the, the focusing on something more positive, depending on something from outside of yourself, whether that be faith-based or, or not, getting away from my own train of thought and, and having it dictate my whole life, because that can be a real trap. Yes, it really can. And we're so connected today. It's, it's healthy to take time to, to sort of get away and, and, like you said, get quiet and uh, focus on something other than, than all the things that are racing through your mind all the time. So it's, it's just a reminder that we need, to, we need to focus on something other than the things we deal with on a daily basis. You know, when you talked about these things, and, and of course, this, the Law Enforcement Today Show, and for people who just tuning in haven't listened before, most of our guests, not all of them, most of them are either active duty or retired or former law enforcement officers like Adam, yeah. uh, their spouses, their siblings, their family members, their support groups, and we also have first responders like firefighters, EMTs coming on the show, and we're opening up to people who have gone through you know horrific crimes that, that rebuilt their lives afterwards. They're not necessarily involved in law enforcement because those people have within them experience and their story which we can take little nuggets from to improve the quality of our life so if someone is a nurse a doctor a school teacher whatever it might be i have a sneaking suspicion behind the badge and those daily devotionals might help them as well oh absolutely you know uh, i think colonel grossman said it best he said anybody that wears a uniform in any capacity can benefit from behind the badge and whether you're uh, serving on the front lines overseas or serving front lines here, uh, any role of a first responder has certainly been a, a great privilege and honor to serve those those wonderful heroes. And uh, bulletproof marriage, pretty much that's information that can be used by anybody. You know, it's written for the specific challenges of first responders and military couples. But uh, you know, a lot of people who have been getting that book from me uh, are not in either of those roles and. And I'm getting a lot of fantastic feedback, and just uh, and we're just getting started with that one. It just released January first, so a lot of lot of great benefits there. I look back. I grew up in a career Navy family. My dad was, you know, when he wasn't deployed out to sea, he's deployed somewhere else in the, in the world. And it was my mom, me, uh, and my four younger sisters. And I and I think back, and I go, how did they manage to have? a marriage of 40 some odd years successfully raised five children with very uh, dire economic situations put us all through good schools we've everybody was poor where i grew up everybody was everybody's in the same boat so no one knew and you think how did they do that without the benefit of things like bulletproof marriage you know it's a it was a diff- <laughs> different culture i mean the stressors were the same but uh everybody has uh, has a strong belief system that whether we acknowledge it or not, we believe in something. We have faith in something. And uh, and those things are sort of our roots, and that's what we stick to. But uh, the traditional values of that generation is, is sort of some of the things that I tried to preach uh, through in Bulletproof Marriage and, and just really drive home. But it's very unique. Uh, it's very unique in the fact that it addresses both spousal roles. It has a quick tip, and it has questions for discussion. And and man, you know, I'm, I'm getting reports from retired LAPD street cops who are who are actually wanting to read this with their spouse, and and that's who I wrote this for. I wrote this for our our heroes, regardless of their role. And but yeah, I mean, it, it just takes being willing to stick to those roots. 
We're going to take a short break. We are talking with Adam Davis on the Law Enforcement Today Show. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. We all know that law enforcement, first responders, and military have dangerous jobs. They see and experience traumas that most can't even imagine. And all too often, that takes a toll leading to substance abuse, PTSD, and co-occurring mental health disorders. Transformations Treatment Center is dedicated to helping protect those who protect. Call 888-991-9725 online at transformationstreatment.center. Transformations Treatment Center provides a comprehensive range of treatments for addiction, substance abuse, co-occurring mental health disorders, and PTSD. Transformations Treatment Center has a nationally acclaimed veterans and first responders treatment program offering rehabilitation and holistic treatment for all those suffering from substance abuse problems. Law enforcement, firefighters, veterans, and all first responders receive the dedicated and highly specialized treatment they need at Transformations. Their program features first responders and veterans therapists helping first responders and veterans. Transformations Treatment Center. Call 888-991-9725. That's 888-991-9725. Online at transformationstreatment.center. Are you working so hard to make a living you can't take time to make any real money? Is every day the same boring routine going nowhere and the money runs out before the month? My name is Ron Legrand and for over 35 years now I've been helping clients take their life back by buying and selling houses with no money, credit, experience, or license. If you'll call 800-956-0677, 24 hours, and leave a message, I'll send you my new book and CD absolutely free so you can see how. I've bought hundreds of houses and trained thousands to do the same. Call 800-956-0677. Get your free starter kit until 500 are gone. You'll learn how to make a full-time income on a part-time basis without risk, largely tax-free, and get 90% of the work done for you for pennies. That's 800-956-0677. 800-956-0677. Again, 800-956-0677. That's 800-956-0677. Welcome back to our conversation with Adam Davis on the Law Enforcement Today show. Adam, by the way, is a speaker. He's an author. Most of, I should say, all of his books are faith-based. He's a former law enforcement officer. You can get more details about him, his books, his speaking engagements online at theadamdavis.com. That's T-H-E adamdavis.com. Do you also have a Facebook page, Adam? Yes, the official Adam Davis on Facebook. It's the official Adam Davis. That's where you can find me, Dick. Not to be confused with the unofficial guy. That's correct. That's exactly right. You, you got me thinking. I was seeing the other day. People have the official this, the official that. I'm going. I feel left out because <laughs> ours know, is law enforcement today. It's like there's no official behind it. Okay, but uh, there's I a lot of Adam Davis. Okay, well, it is a rather <laughs> common name, but your your story is not common. Uh, you at the beginning of the conversation said you're a former law enforcement officer. Let, let's yeah. talk a little bit about your career from start to finish. Uh, bird's yeah. eye view. Yeah. Bird's eye view. I started a night shift patrol and worked uh, in the day shift patrol. Uh, obviously love night shift a lot more than I enjoy day shift, but uh, went on over to traffic homicide and worked that for a few years. And then they moved me to criminal investigations uh, where I started working burglary cases, uh, 
uh, got into work and of course come with that as violent crimes and sex crimes, child crimes and things of that nature and work intelligence and then uh, on over into uh, another role as a hostage negotiator, which I really enjoyed and gained a lot of experience in. And so that was that's that's the gist of it from from a bird's eye view and uh, had a lot of miles in, in a in a few years. So uh, I was there from for about six years and I did a lot in six years. Yeah, that's the, the situation. I was talking with a, a friend, actually, Pete Hernandez, uh, who is yep. one of the founders of Wounded Officers Initiative based out of Central Florida. And, uh, you know, depending on the agency you're at, uh, and even nowadays, it doesn't matter how small the agency, because the smaller the agency, the more you wind up having to do and the more roles you have to take on and the less mm-hmm. backup there is. But you can encounter so much within one, two, or three years. There are people who go into this line of work in America today or I should say three or four years ago and are broken within two or three years because oh, of yeah. so much you're exposed to. In the yeah. old days, you think you had to do 20 years, 25, 30 ago. God bless him. He's still alive and we hope he survives and retires for a long time. But we expect him to be jaded and cynical and kind of damaged goods. But this is happening to people younger and younger with shorter periods of time on the job. You know, that's one of the things that I'm using, what platform I have, and anytime I, I have a, a microphone is to to kind of shake the cage, so to speak, and kind of ring the bell and say, hey, listen, we've got to bring awareness to, to this aspect of, of law enforcement. We've got to talk about it. We've got to bring it up. And that's one of the reasons why I write faith-based inspirational books and speak on that is because it helped me in a very, very dark place. And and uh, so many others have, have been there also, and many are there now. And I think it's important that we have the conversation and we remove the stigma from that conversation and say, hey, if we're going to keep good cops on the street, if we're going to keep good officers running the roads and investigating crimes, we've got to keep them healthy in every aspect. And uh, that's one of the reasons why I do what I do, man. I mean, it's, it's necessary. Well, there's a human toll involved. Uh, the families suffer. Uh, the relationships yep. suffer when when yep. they're negatively impacted, you know. And our communities suffer too because, financially speaking, just looking at it from a practical numbers and dollars and cents kind of view, it takes a lot of money to recruit, hire, and train a law enforcement officer, and it takes them generally around three years to really start becoming proficient at what they do, and that's when so many of them start having problems. So yeah. let's just say, for example, if, if my department that I retired from spent on average $60,000 per recruit and they can't keep them past a year or two because they go to better departments with better working situations, better pay, or they leave the profession or they get jacked up because uh, with some sort of disciplinary action because they, they were drinking too much, they're, they're running their mouth because they can't control their temper, they've got some post-traumatic issues going on and they lose them that's a loss that that they can't really recuperate from oh no no because they still have to recruit more officers to fill those slots it is and and you know who suffers the most adam is going to be the members of our community that's exactly right especially the members of community that have the highest crime that have the highest need for police service, that have the most interactions. When you go to certain neighborhoods, and it doesn't matter what city or county you are in America, if it is a wealthier, quieter, more well-established neighborhood, you're going to have less encounters with police. The people who have the most encounters with law enforcement in the United States are those who lived in the worst conditions, 
with the highest crime, and that's where the high the highest turnover of our law enforcement yep. and first responders. Yeah, and and it, it just it just reiterates the fact that we, you know, we've got to take a shift from that old mindset and the old school way of thinking that hey, this is just part of the job. You got to be a big boy. You got to be tough. You got to handle it and say, okay, well, we understand that, but you're still a human being, and if we're going to keep if we're going to keep quality officers out there, if we're going to keep them on the street, we're going to keep them uh, in briefing, then we've got to make an effort to have effective, uh, efficient methods to take care of all aspects of that of that human being, mind, body, soul, every part of it. Yeah. So, and just encourage that. I mean, and, and so that's what, sort of what I advocate for is, and, and many others do is saying, hey, we've got to we've got to bring this to a, to the forefront of, of discussions on a national level. And that makes just it just makes common sense to do that. One of the things that so many of the people I worked with, and so many of our our first responders, in particular law enforcement officers, are, are veterans, are United States military veterans, and are combat veterans. And one of the things that I've learned over the years, especially from our Vietnam veterans, is that they, well, while they were waiting for the federal government and the VA and whoever to take action they took it upon themselves to start talking to each other and saying, brother, are you struggling? Are you having a hard time? If you are, I'm going to be there and I'm going to talk to you and I'm going to make myself available. And I might step on your toes if I have to do it to save your life. But they, they kind of led the charge and we don't seem to be doing that. We don't. And, and we've got to get past. And, and a lot of it is, is from, from my experience is, you know, if, if you say something that that's an issue, uh, if you say that you have an issue with something, then, then it's an, an indicator of weakness among your your rank. I mean, it's it's just a fact, but that's that's a myth. I mean, that's really a myth, and and it's just a reflection that you're human. So I think that that peer support system, like you mentioned, that that it, the military and veterans and, that they've had for so long is effective, and we we've got to promote that within within law enforcement and other first responders as well. Yeah, I, I think we do need to start having the conversations uh, amongst each other. You know, and it's not viewed as a weakness for our, our combat veterans. Uh, no, no one seems to say, what's wrong with him? You know, those days are gone. If, if a man or woman does tours of duty in Afghanistan or Iraq or whatever and comes back and, and has some issues, no one thinks they're a freak. That's right. And, and they don't seem to think they're freaks either. But yet you turn around and have the same person comes back, is doing okay, and gets a job in law enforcement, and after three or four years of, of just ex- nonstop exposure to violence, and all of a sudden they start having issues, then all of a sudden there's a stigma. Yeah, and, and I think that that's just part of the, the law enforcement culture. Uh, I think that's part of the culture of law enforcement, regardless of, of where you're at in the, in the country. is, And we've just got to, we've got to address that, uh, you know, and, and shift that culture to the to the point where we're having those conversations and the open conversations becomes part of the culture instead of the stigma and, uh, you know, the negative aspects of that. But, yeah, I mean, it's, if, if we're going to keep them healthy and, and see them stay around long term and, and uh, help uh, have healthy families uh, and keep law enforcement officers coming into the ranks in the future, we've, we've got to make some big moves here. All right, uh, we're going to take a aspect. short break. We are talking with Adam Davis. This is a Law Enforcement Day show. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. <laughs> 
Americans are going crazy for a new Italian diet pill that burns three times more fat than dieting alone. And the next 100 callers get three bottles for free. Sold under the brand name Invigorate 3X, this powerful pill triggers metabolic acceleration, a process that's deficient to most Americans, making weight loss a hassle. But a new study shows 30 pounds gone in 90 days with just two capsules a day. Julie B. of Nashville says, I was skeptical, but when I saw a famous doctor made it, I decided to try it. I was shocked. I lost 16 pounds in six weeks. For a limited time, our listeners get three free bottles with a qualifying order. Call 1-800-932-1786 now to get started. Call in the next 10 minutes and also get a free bottle of the Doctor's Ultra Detox. And don't forget your free 14-day diet fix. No obligation and 100% free when you call right now. 800-932-1786. 800-932-1786. Epidemic. America's public health crisis. These are all terms that describe the current problem of drug and alcohol abuse in the United States. Countless lives are lost, and heartbroken families are too many to count. Transformations Treatment Center is dedicated to saving lives. Call 888-991-9725 and online at transformationstreatment.center. Transformations Treatment Center provides a comprehensive range of treatments for addiction, substance abuse, co-occurring mental health disorders, and PTSD. Transformations Treatment Center has many acclaimed treatment programs offering rehabilitation and holistic treatment for all those suffering from substance abuse problems. Transformations Treatment Center. Call 888-991-9725. That's 888-991-9725. And online at transformationstreatment.center. The Law Enforcement Today radio show is brought to you in part by Transformations Treatment Center. Call 888-991-9725 online at transformationstreatment.center. Transformations Treatment Center provides a comprehensive range of treatments for addiction, substance abuse, co-occurring mental health disorders, and PTSD. Transformations Treatment Center has a nationally acclaimed Veterans and First Responders Treatment Program offering rehabilitation and holistic treatment for all those suffering from substance abuse problems. Law enforcement, firefighters, veterans, and all first responders receive the dedicated and highly specialized treatment they need at Transformations. Their program features first responders and veterans therapists helping first responders and veterans. Transformations Treatment Center. Call 888-991-9725. That's 888-991-9725 online at transformationstreatment.center. The Law Enforcement Today radio show has grown so much and so rapidly, we now have two Facebook pages. You can do a search on Facebook for Law Enforcement Today radio show. That's a new page. Be sure to click like when you get there and follow. In addition, we have our main page, which is Law Enforcement Today. So do a search on Facebook for Law Enforcement Today and be sure to click like and follow that one as well. Like I said, we've got two Facebook pages now. So when you have a chance, if you haven't done so already, the easiest way to keep up with all the news and updates regarding the Law Enforcement Today radio show 
Also, a great way to interact and contact me is to like and follow our Facebook page. Do a search on Facebook for Law Enforcement Today Radio Show. Returning to our conversation with Adam Davis, this is a Law Enforcement Today show. Adam's calling us from Alabama. Is it Dothan, Alabama, that area? Dothan, Alabama. You know, I'll be honest with you, I've never visited Alabama I have this stereotype in my head, and I think it has a lot to do with television and movies and Hollywood. It, it, and I know, I know, I can admit right now on the radio that it, it's closed-minded me. But I've seen photos. I met a lot of people from Alabama. And they say it's an absolutely gorgeous state. Oh, it's absolutely beautiful, and we're good at a lot of things. But two things we're really good at is football and. Uh and barbecue. Well, some would say that South Carolina is a little better football right now than Alabama. (laughs) Right now they are. Let's not talk about that, right? (laughs) We're going to leave that subject alone. So you were uh, a former officer in in law enforcement. What agency did you work for? I worked for the Dothan Police Department, uh, about 165 sworn officers. And, um, you know, I I still have a great relationship with the chief there, Chief Parrish, and then all those guys down there. Just love them and would do anything for them. And you said is about six years. Yeah, about six years. Did something come up that that uh, negatively impacted you? That it created a, a career change. You know the reason the reason I left was was uh, I, I wasn't forced out. It wasn't you know a, a negative issue. It wasn't disciplinary. Uh, I I wrote and self published a book in in 2015 that that I haven't mentioned. Don't want to mention. But, uh, it, it was for law enforcement and. Um, that book did really well and it, uh, it created some opportunities for me. And, and it really just came down to, to an issue of time. Uh, where was I going to be most effective? Um, and, you know, and I just felt like that it was, it was time to go and it was time to move on and, and focus on something on a broader level that was a really a lot bigger than what I could do. And, um, and I had a little business that I had on the side and it was, it was exploding at the time taking off. And so, uh, it was just a decision that, that my wife and I had to make. And after a lot of prayers, one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life and I miss it every day, but, uh, I couldn't do what I'm doing now if I was there. And no, that, you know, that's just the reality. And the reality is uh, if you work in the law enforcement, see, you really don't have freedom of speech. There's a lot of things you can't say. That is, that is a huge, huge huge reason <laughs> and uh you, you just you have to be careful what you say and who you say it to and what you talk about right and you can't and even really identify yourself now. as a well that's yeah. same thing here you know my career ended with the baltimore police department early i got hurt i wasn't expecting to be over uh, at just under 12 years uh, that was not in the cards i, I wanted to do a full career i loved what i did i loved who yeah. i worked with uh, but when it's over it's over and then all of a sudden you're kind of thrust into a position where okay now what do, what do I want to do and who do I want to be when I grow up kind of thing and and I'm yeah. kind of lucky because I had the privilege of being a police officer in a great agency I retired yeah. as a sergeant and now I'm a full time music radio DJ and I host the talk show so it's another passion I have and I found kind of like what you said now I've got a platform where the the national syndicated radio show where we can reach out and touch a lot of lives yeah well and that's sort of one of the things I've been able to do, you know, I, I can't say anything bad about about my agency. I can't say anything bad about my leaders and, and Wooden and you know, great people down there had a great experience. Um, but, I, you know, I think that I allowed the the things that I was exposed to, uh, and this is just being very vulnerable, it's 
uh, I allowed the things that I was exposed to to affect me in a negative way and didn't address them uh, in a healthy manner. You know, there was a time that I was dependent on alcohol after I come home from shift or mm-hmm. uh, I would binge drink when, when I go out with, with friends or whatever. And it began to affect my marriage and it began to affect my family. It was affecting who I was. And I was making decisions that was outside of who I who I really was deep down inside. And, and you know, it caused me to question my faith and, and everything else about who I was. And, and uh, you just, you know, you have to be willing to take that step uh, and 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 make a change. It doesn't mean that you have to leave law enforcement, but you have to make some changes within who you are uh, to break those bad habits and break the bad cycle and say, okay, I, I gotta I gotta address some of these things that are on my mind, weighing me down, and get them taken care of. Because if you're gonna stay in that long haul, especially these days, uh, you gotta you gotta kind of cleanse that mind every once in a while and get some of that stuff out of you. You can't carry the burden alone, and you're not meant to. And you you said something that. You're certainly not uh, unusual. You're certainly not a freak of nature when you talk about uh, becoming reliant and dependent upon uh, alcohol or substance abuse to try to get to a different state of mind after work. Almost everyone I know has had issues with that to some degree or another. Some very severe, others not so much, uh, and and a lot of them corrected that behavior early on, and some did not. And, And unfortunately... It's not unusual. It's something that happens and it comes, I hate to say it comes with the territory because you see yeah. so much, not even talking about the violence that is directed at us or the violence is directed at me. You, you see so much that it, it becomes, I don't know how to put it in words, it becomes overwhelming. It is. It becomes extremely overwhelming. Listen, Jay, I would come home. There was a time I would come home from duty. I would take off my duty belt. I'd take off my vest and I would sit down in the living room stare at a TV, stare at a wall, wouldn't talk to my wife, wouldn't talk to my kids. And man, you know, one or two times, you know, okay. But that became a habit, you know, grab a beer, grab some drinks, whatever. And, and, uh, that just, that's not who I am. That wasn't who I was supposed to be. And it was time to fix that. And I had to fix that. And part of fixing that was, was making some massive changes in, in my habits. And one of those things that I started doing was, was spending some time sitting down and writing by myself, uh, writing things that nobody read and hasn't read, um, just kind of dump those things off, and it was really therapeutic. And uh, as weird as it is, I always enjoyed writing my police reports. <laughs> yeah. So I took pride uh, in writing those reports. As much as, as of a nuisance yeah. they were, but it was yeah. it was yeah. a very important story, especially when you got called in the court. I learned early on from, yep. from really good public defenders the importance of having – a complete and accurate police report. Oh, mercy. Yeah, that you can't, you know, if, if it's none of that report, it didn't happen. Yeah, uh, and if, for example, let's say someone got assaulted and robbed and lost a lot of money and was physically injured and you did a sloppy report and you got to court and next thing you know, the, the defense attorney's tearing you a new one and you don't have yeah, the answers because it wasn't in that report and you lose the case, you've let that person down. And that's the reality of, of what we're yeah. talking about. We're going to take a short break. We are talking with Adam Davis, uh, former law enforcement officer. We're going to talk about more of his experience in law enforcement and what's prompted him to become such a prolific author, etc., etc. This is the Law Enforcement Day Show. We'll be right back. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. 
That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest price. Prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-451-8603. 800-451-8603. That's 800-451-8603. Driving means... Freedom. Exploration. Fun. Pride. Flexibility. Protection. Friendship. Independence. Distracted driving means. Danger. Recklessness. Irresponsible. Chaos. Police. Devastation. Injury. Death. Safe driving means staying alert and staying alive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. And we're back. Um, a great conversation with Adam Davis calling us from Dothan, Alabama. One day I'll get there. I, I promise I will. I want <laughs> to enjoy see, it. I'll uh, tell you. Uh, uh, about a year ago, a little bit a year ago, a bunch of us police, uh, some retirees like me, uh, some active duty guys from different agencies, we went to Blue Ridge, Georgia and went away for like three days and spent time in a cabin and tried our best to unplug and get away from you know, all the daily stressors and then hang out with people who, who got us, who understood us. Yep. Uh, and it was wonderfully, it was a wonderful experience. It was a great way of reconnecting and finding my tribe, for lack of better words. Yep. And I suspect that when you talk about your books, that's kind of what we're doing too. It's okay for someone, it's a first responder, to say, I need to find a source from outside of me to feel better. Yep. Yep. You know, and and again, um, you know, somebody, somebody out there listening to this, whether you're law enforcement, if you're just listening because you're intrigued by it or you're some other first responder role, um, you know, we've never lived in a time, uh, we've never experienced a time like, like we are now where we're so constantly exposed to violence or, or evil. Uh, we're reading the stories all the time on social media. We're right. seeing it all the time and it can become overwhelming. Yeah. Um, and, and, and for those who are not law enforcement or other first responders, you're seeing just the tip of the iceberg of what these men and women see on a daily basis. And it's horrific. And what I you see. Yeah. Yeah. And I was and I was I was there and I was at a very dark place. I got to the point to where I can, you know, really started thinking, uh, would the world have been better off had I not been born? And and I fought my way out of that through through faith and and my relationship with God and and uh after a lot of questioning and a lot of doubt, and, and that's just being very, very honest about how I felt and where I was at. But I want you to know if you're, if you're there, if you've been there, there's hope. And, uh, you know, never back down, press forward, get help, talk to somebody. And if you have faith, man, stand firm on that stuff, and, and, and it'll take you a long way. One of the things that we were taught early on, and I, I say this just about every episode of the Law Enforcement Show, is that we were taught very early on from from the, the police academy through yearly in service the old timers didn't matter 
that no matter how bad the situation, no matter how bad uh, you're losing in a fist fight with a much bigger, much more physically gifted opponent that's out of their mind crazy, you can't give up. You've got to stay in the fight because backup is right around the corner. And for those listening who either themselves or they know someone who's struggling, the isolation you talked about, uh, the depressive type thinking, the the substance abuse, the post-traumatic stress type symptoms, who's thinking about giving up, they've got to stay in the fight. Backup's right around the corner. It gets a lot better. That's right. And, you know, one of the recent daily, the titles of, of one of the most recent entries in behind the badge is, is never back down. And, uh, and, you know, I was trained that way. I was trained, you don't quit, you don't give up. Nobody's going to take my life, including me, without a fight to the that, death. That's I a mean, great point right there, including myself, yeah. including that's ourselves. Exactly right. Yeah, you're not going to take my life, and including myself. And, you know, I'm not coming to you from, you know, there's a lot of fantastic uh, doctors and, and counselors and therapists. I'm coming to you as somebody who has put on the belt, who's put on the badge, who's put on the you know, all the gear and walked the boots, and I've been there. I'm just telling you that there's hope and you can make it. And uh, if you want to keep a healthy life and a healthy you and a healthy family, you you got to be willing to have the courage and say, you know, I'm not going to back down. And, uh, and it's not going to beat me, not today, not ever. Can you see people saying that me asking for help is a way of surrendering or backing down, or do you no, see a difference? No, absolutely not. That's, that's a weapon you have in your arsenal that, that we've overlooked. Uh, being willing to, and I recently had to ask for help, not not in that sense, but for for uh, for some of the platform stuff I've got going on. It's, it's growing faster than I planned, and I had to reach out and get people to come in and help me. And that's that's a uh, that's a that, my pride took a hit. You know, I want to be able to handle everything. You know, that's just part of the personality. But being willing to ask for help in any area of your life is is important. And uh, you know, one of the first lessons I learned in the academy was learning to operate within your limits. And, uh, you know, if you start operating outside of your limits and your boundaries, you push them. Yeah, absolutely. But when you get outside of them, it gets dangerous. It gets peril. And uh, you, you start being less effective. And uh, it's very dangerous. So stay within your limits and do what you can. Push them to the max. But, man, stay within those limits and do what you can do and what you're trained to do. Well, the perfect analogy for that is, is a vehicle. If you push it beyond its capabilities, its limits, and your driving ability and limits, there's going to be a wreck. Yep. And something bad's going to happen. That's exactly right. <laughs> it's not going to be good. And so, if we push ourselves uh, beyond our limits, it, that, that would ha- mean we'd have to recognize our own limitations. And uh, there's a line from an old movie camera where a man's got to know his own limitations and that we all have yep. them. You brought a really good point, thinking that it's a sign of weakness to ask for help. You brought up early in our conversation about football, and I, I assume you're talking about Alabama, Crimson <laughs> Tide, uh, Nick Saban, all <laughs> yeah. that. They have some incredibly gifted, talented, physically outstanding individuals that play for that team, but every one of them has a coach and not just That's one right. coach. They have numerous coaches that they rely right. on to, to sharpen their skill set to get better. They have physical trainers that they rely on to keep them at their peak. They have teammates that they rely on to say, Hey, when I'm not doing something right, point me in the right direction. You can't, you can't have the level of excellence they've had for so many years without operating as a team. So if sir, so someone out here is a first responder uh, a military veteran, someone else thinks I got to do it by myself. Nope. What makes you so different compared to professional athletes or high-level college athletes? No, you can't. And you know, in uh, another aspect of that is, is if you look at a, a a program like the University of Alabama, or you look at Clemson, or you look at uh, any successful athletic program, or even Fortune 500 companies, 
their success is no accident. Uh, they they have a different different type of stress, obviously, uh, but their success is no accident. They they don't achieve success by accident. It's it's through having healthy habits. It's through having a healthy daily routine. And like you said, you you know you get up, you may have a few minutes of meditation or devotion or time 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 alone just to kind of get yourself uh, squared away for the day, uh, and then you move on. But Whatever, whatever those healthy habits are, find them, get in that routine and get those things squared away and get yourself ready to go for the day. And, and that's sort of one of my missions is, is, is kind of promoting that mindset and, and having a healthy mindset so you can be effective. And, and think of it like a daily coach in a book, and you know, to, a, to a degree, that's what it is. Now, your books, again, are this the uh, Behind the Badge and Bulletproof Marriage. Behind the Badge is a 365-day devotion, and Bulletproof Marriage is a 90-day devotion, and it's for all first responders and military couples, and I'm just excited to, to be able to share it with you and with your audience, and and uh, excited to see what's to come from it. Where can people get more information about your books or purchase them? You know, you can check me out. Uh, theadamdavis.com is my website, or you can find me on Facebook, The Official Adam Davis. Uh, if you're first responder military, look up Bulletproof Marriage, a 90-day devotion group on Facebook. Send an invite, and, and we'll vet you and get you in there. It's growing rapidly, but uh, that's that's the best way to connect with me. You can always go to the website and shoot me an email from there. I'd love to hear from you. Very quickly, we're running out of time. Someone who's new who wants to get in a career in law enforcement, and, and wants to have a happy life and, and a happy, yep. successful relationship, what would your short advice be to them? My short advice to them would be, like I've told so many here recently, is is to go into it knowing that, that you've got to operate within your limits. Uh, don't back down. Be strong. But be, be underst- uh, go with the understanding that you're going to have to have help. Uh, just like you have a partner on the beat, whatever you're doing, you've got to have help uh, through life. And uh, stick strong to your faith and stay stay true to your roots. Adam Davis, thanks so much for your time. I really appreciate it. And thanks for uh, your service as well. Thank you, Jay, for having me. When you have a chance, be sure to go to our website, lawenforcementtoday.com, and download our free mobile app. We have a version for your Android and iPhone devices. It's 100% free. Get it at lawenforcementtoday.com. In every community across the United States, We have law enforcement officers. We have first responders. We have incredible stories of heroism from our first responders. From law enforcement officers, EMTs, paramedics, firefighters. In addition to that, we have heroic crime victim survivors. If you want to tell your story of survival and how you recovered and how you rebuilt your life, feel free to contact us. We'd love to have you as a guest on the Law Enforcement Today show. We made it so easy to get a hold of us, too. There's many different ways. Go to our website, lawenforcementtoday.com. The Contact Us page is the webpage. Download our free app on our website, lawenforcementtoday.com. You can contact us through the free app. You can contact us on our Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram. Heck, send me an email. My email address is j, that's J-A-Y, at lawenforcementtoday.com. You see, we'd love to hear your story. And we know, we hear so often, I have a story to tell, but no one will give me a platform. Law Enforcement Today is your platform. Thank you so much for spending part of your day with us here at Law Enforcement Today. On behalf of everyone associated with the show and the website, this is John J. Wiley. Until next time, see ya. (laughs) 